Hello, and welcome back to Be In The Know, precision risk management podcast for all things crop insurance and the ag news you need to know to protect your operation. I'm Ryan Jones, your host. There is a phrase that will have any sane person quake in their boots. You are going to be audited. Crop insurance has its own flavor of audits and compliance. Is it really worth being worried about, though? And how can you prepare yourself for a looming audit? Here with me is Heidi Lawson, who is Precision Risk Management's Director of Operational Control and Quality Assurance, or more plainly, the person who's leading PRM's audits. Heidi, how are you doing today? Are you ready to talk some compliance? I'm great, Ryan. Good afternoon, everyone. Let's talk compliance. Oh, absolutely. Now, a great place to start would probably be the same place for a farmer to be introduced to this topic. Let's say they just received a letter in the mail. It looks very official, and it says their operation is going under a compliance review. So Heidi, is it time for them to start panicking? Most certainly not. There is no reason to panic. All right. Well, good. So there's no panicking. Everything's calm. Everyone is calm. Then tell us what this letter is and what it means for the grower. Yeah, definitely. So as part of our commitment to both the federal government and the grower, and I mean, yes, even the grower, we conduct periodic compliance reviews for several different reasons. So, for example, maybe you're related to your agent. Will a conflict of interest review? It may be warranted. Or you've had an indemnity that exceeds 200000 In that case, a high-dollar review would be necessary. In addition, a compliance review may be generated not by your crop insurance company, but instead by the risk management agency, who happens to be an agency of the United States Department of Agriculture. Now, does this mean a cause for panic? Again, no, no panic. Just like crop insurance companies, the federal government is also required, some of which by Congress, to conduct periodic compliance reviews. And you, the grower, may be picked as part of an annual sample for that type of review. So is anything wrong? Did the grower do anything wrong if they are under a compliance review? Definitely not. Not not in the very least. Uh, We... When we're looking at different reviews, again, talking about a a conflict of interest or a $200,000 claim, um, those are auto-triggered. So it's not that the grower is doing anything wrong. And again, as I mentioned, um, talking about with uh, the risk management agency and being part of an annual sample for that review, it is really just a sample. You are chosen more or less out of the hat um, to be part of that review. So nothing um, by any means is wrong. Okay, so they haven't done anything wrong, but yet still they are pulled out of the hat. A compliance review sounds like the federal government wants you to dig deep into their operation. What type of information is the grower going to need to provide for one of these audits or compliance reviews? Yeah, most certainly. So in a typical compliance review for crop insurance, the grower will need to provide up to three years of documentation. Now, this can include documentation of uh, partnerships, corporations, power of attorneys, in addition to their settlement and disposition records, precision farming records, and or their FSA 578s. Now, if you're thinking that most of this information is accumulated at the time of application or claim, 
you're absolutely correct. When a compliance review is triggered, we may already have all the information we need from, from you to proceed with our review of your APH, any claims that you may have, um, what you provided at the time of application, and your acreage report in order to verify your information. Now, depending upon the type of review though, there may be a field inspection required. Again, no cause per for panic, it's part of our um, general practices when doing compliance review. What this means is that a compliance advisor or a different claims adjuster than the one that appraised your crop originally will come out and conduct a field inspection and review the claim adjuster's findings. All right. So you're saying that it's possible for some of these compliance reviews that you already have all the documentation that you need. And in other circumstances, you're saying that you might need a little bit more documentation or an infield inspection. But all that is not going to be that onerous on the farmer, right? Correct. Absolutely correct. Um, that is a true statement. Again, most of the stuff that we um, that we require is going to come um, during part of your life cycle. And so a good amount of it, we may already have in house. Now, how does PRM help with the amount of documents needed? And you said that we might already have some of this on hand. Right, definitely. So most of what I've mentioned above when talking about what you need for a compliance review um, typically applies to a traditional MPCI policy. However, for those of you out there that write rainfall index policies, you have a few different requirements. So from you, we'll need copies of any leases, land deeds, grazing permits, or documentation that showcases you own the land. And if you're grazing, We'll also need some livestock receipts or proof of sale records or even some destocking records. Now, with all this, both the MPCI and the rainfall index audits, how does precision technology help the process go smoother? Right. So first of all, PRM works with your agent or your advisor to make sure that they understand what's involved in a compliance review. Um, as well as the documentation is needed. So for you growers out there, there is no reason to believe that um, you are on your own, right? The company and the agent's going to help you. Now, again, as I mentioned early on, some documentation we already have on file and other documentation um, are items that are not part of those typical documentation that you provide during the life cycle. Um, when you receive a letter from us of an upcoming review, there can be helpful checklists included to help guide you on what we need and what will occur during a, during a compliance review. Now, when it comes to what you need and what you need to prepare, Ryan, as you mentioned, precision technology can be a huge time saver when it comes to a compliance review. Similar to the three precision items you provide at the time of a claim, so let's reflect back on that for a moment. Your seeding plant maps, your calibration report, and your wet weight harvest map. Compliance looks at those same things during a compliance review. So for example, some of the things that I mentioned above, like your settlement sheets, your disposition records, load records, feeding records, you don't need to provide those when you're utilizing precision technology. It's so much more streamlined. Now, I know this might be a little bit hard to answer because there's different types of compliance reviews, but in general, if a farmer is using precision technology, how long should they expect the compliance review process to take? 
When it comes to a comparison between a precision technology compliance review and a traditional compliance review, it's going to be similar in nature to your claim. Uh, when your adjuster comes out, the time that it takes to get that information and to put that together to get that indemnity out to you, similar in nature when it comes to a compliance review. It could take half the time um, of putting together and reviewing all the documentation when you're using precision technology as opposed to a, a traditional compliance process. So the grower shouldn't be expecting months and months and months uh, under a compliance review if things are going smoothly. That is absolutely correct. How likely is it for a larger operation to go through a compliance review? Right. That's a great question. I would say from a larger operation, rather than highlighting that a larger operation um, has is one with higher odds for a review, I would say it's more likely um, for you to have a review if one you're related to your agent or someone that's involved in your policy process, or if you reach an indemnity over 200K. Now, you could say, well, over 200K, that's going to be more likely a larger operation. And it could be true, but depending upon the year, it could be a lot of folks out there that, um, that sustain a loss of over 200K that could trigger a compliance review. Now, if you're a rainfall index insured out there, insurance companies are also required to conduct a number of sample compliance reviews annually. You may get notified of an upcoming review that is unrelated to a conflict of interest or a high dollar review, but rather you were selected as part of a sample. So if some of these are random, should all operations operate like they will eventually go through a review? I would definitely recommend that insureds be prepared for a compliance review to occur at some point in their farming career. Here's why. Think of the times when you sustained a loss and were more prepared for your claim adjuster as opposed to those times where you were not as prepared. The same principle applies here. Those sometimes small steps that you take to keep your documentation in order helps keep the process from becoming overwhelming. The same in the, a compliance review process. It's always good to stay prepared. Now, when you say stay prepared, what exactly could they do to stay prepared? So I would say the similar in nature of what they do today, whether it's traditional, they're keeping track, they're keeping filing folders um, with all of that relevant documentation for a year's time in one place, whether it's your feeding records, whether it's your disposition or your settlement in information, whether it's your 578 information, or if you're a precision uh, technology user, the same the same piece of information, keeping that information together. And especially when we're looking and could be looking at multiple years, um, it's just a good practice to keep all that information together so that when you do get a letter that you have um, an audit upcoming and you're working with your agent or your agent is reaching out to you to get this information, it's all in one place and you're ready. All right, great. That doesn't sound too hard at all. Luckily, PRM's risk management advisors help growers with all this information and their documents. And those growers using precision technology have audit protection with many of these files already stored with PRM.
Why do compliance reviews exist at all? Why is the federal government requiring these? Right. So compliance reviews are required um, by the risk management agency, again, an agency of the U.S. Department of Agriculture, um, to at least most of the time review the claim that's to be paid and ensure that all the documentation and figures are calculated correctly. So think about it, think about it as the spotlight as a as a grower is not necessarily only on you. It's actually on a multitude of people, whether it be you the grower or the people that are within the process of the crop insurance cycle, whether it's your agent, whether uh, whether it's the your underwriter, whether it's your claim adjuster. We're reviewing all of those pieces to make sure that things are, the I's are, are, are dotted and the T's are crossed. Is it true that it is also protecting the program and the subsidy to make sure that the crop insurance program will still be there for generations to come? That is a great point, Ryan, and that is absolutely true. So just because um, precision risk management uh, does these compliance reviews, it doesn't mean that we're the only one. So uh, the risk management agency requires all crop insurance companies to uh, to do compliance reviews based upon a set you know set parameters, which some of it, which I've talked about um, in this podcast today. And again, as as for compliance, as for the compliance team within PRM, we want to make sure that the growers' records are correctly reflected in their crop insurance paperwork. And so that should a government-initiated review be necessary, we want to help make that review as painless and stress-free as possible. Because as you mentioned at the beginning of the of the podcast today, no one wants to hear you are going to be audited. And we want to we want to strive to make that process, again, as painless and stress-free as possible. All right, great. Now, to recap, PRM's compliance team is there to protect their growers' operation and their subsidy. Compliance reviews do not need to be scary. Specifically, Heidi said that multiple times does not need to be scary, and they can go very smoothly without requiring too much paperwork that might even be on hand. They go even smoother when you utilize precision technology with PRM crop insurance. Did I miss anything, Heidi? You asked some great questions today, Ryan. You did a great job. All right, great. Well, thank you very much, Heidi. It has been a pleasure to have you on the show. That's all the time we have today. As we go through the season, make sure you take good care of your data and documentation. A very non-scary compliance review may be just around the corner. But don't worry, PRM will have your back. Have a great one.